do as we think God would have us. We are enabled, enabled to match calamity with serenity. That's it today. <laughs> Excuse me, Paul, I'm going to interrupt. Um, you're a little hard to hear. Can you turn up your volume? Yeah. Sorry, the, the Wi-Fi, I don't know how to put it on the phone. So, can you hear me? Hear you, yeah. It's a, it's a little hard to hear you, but we can hear you. Same with you. The volume is bad. All right, hold on a second. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. It's a little hard, but we can hear you, yes. Everyone has to speak louder. I don't know why. It's just uh, how it's going. Okay. This is one of my favorite parts of the book because it basically gives you the theme of, of uh, the transformation allowed by the program of recovery, which is Knowing it or not knowing it, the uh, diagnosis is that we're probably extremely uh, in a state of reliance on finite self. And in my view, to the point that we're identified as it, and that perhaps there's a better way after we tell the truth about the old way. Uh, and that is trusting something infinite. Now, the dilemma that you run into is if you don't see that you're in an extreme trust of faith in finite self, then you will start from finite self and try to have trust in the infinite, which is just more trust in finite self. If you don't see that, uh, stay open to it because it will be revealed because this is how the system uh, supports itself. It will actually claim to be the one that did the third step and is now in the process of turning its will and life over to the care of something greater than self, but all the while reinforcing the faith in the finite self. Yeah? That's why a lot of times the third step in, a, in our experience seems like it's transactional. It's sort of like a deal. I'm going to turn over the things that aren't working, but me getting a girlfriend or shit like that or a lot of money, I'm not turning it over to the care of that power. I'm going to keep relying on the failed system, which is trusting something finite. Yeah, that finite self. I'm going to trust that to get what get me what I want, which is reliance on it. Yeah, and it fails miserably. But unless we're convinced of that, which is you know, 
the declaration of the first step is being convinced, you know, and then the part that we speak about a lot in the fourth step, which is being convinced that self manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. What is the underlying condition for that defeat to continue is trusting finite self. That's that's how it works. Yeah. So perhaps there's a better way. And that's in the beginning. It's obvious there's a better way as you continue on because you're now experiencing the, re the reaction or the effects of trusting something infinite, yeah? That you're gonna be taken care of even though it doesn't look like it. That you're, gonna, you're in good hands even though you believe you're in the old hands. And this is the process of the shifting of faith or trust from the finite self to the infinite, yeah? So that's, that's the movement of recovery. Yeah, the movement is from one condition to another condition. Does it go from one condition and then stop and then the other condition? No, there's a, it's like a outgrowing the old condition and a growing into the new condition. So there's going to be, uh, there's going to be aberrations that appear. We're going to feel like we're back up the ass of self, but inevitably, and then it, you know, the, the movement is progressing, which is moving to re trusting something infinite. Just like we believe the disease progresses, I believe the recovery progresses. So it's our life is being moved on into this new condition, and you'll see the results. You'll know the tree by its fruits. And then you'll see that the head, uh, you know, will begrudgingly recognize a miracle for about 20 minutes, but we'll forget it but will constantly remember a, a perceived slight for 40 years. So you gotta realize the whole basis of the defeat of self, of us being defeated by self is our faith. Our faith is what's allowing self to defeat us. It is, yeah. We believe the thought. We believe the take on our life. We believe we know what we were like, we know what we're gonna be like, we know what we're like, yeah? We believe it, we have faith in it, and that faith is, a, is what makes it seemingly so. Just like in the, in the beginning, in the, uh, one of the preambles, a lot of prologue, which is we are a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you. What's allowing falsehood to appear to be true to us? Faith in self. If you don't change the conditions, false evidence is going to keep appearing real. It is. Yeah. You're just going to have to have a lot of skillful means, and maybe you'll be able to manage the effect so it doesn't blow up your life every freaking time. But basically, there's going to be that reaction that reaction because the false evidence is going to appear real. Yeah. Because it's false evidence that it's appearing real too. The idea that I am something that is thought about all day, that I'm the image that's remembered, that it's that I don't I don't, you know. If you've entertained this idea for the last seven, eight months, I would imagine some of you have started to travel lighter. What more do you want? Yeah. 
There you go. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, if you if the results and the relief comes and then doesn't get ushered out so quickly, the relief now becomes uh, an alternative basis. Yeah, and you find yourself, if you honestly tell the truth, you're more in the trusting something infinite than in the trusting something finite. You are. Yeah, even though you're getting messages all day from the failed system because it has a pretty good wattage coverage is pretty good yeah it's constantly con trying to convince you that you're back on planet Paul yeah but you've been moved you've been moved yeah it's sort of it's not like we're going to be rocketed in the fourth dimension we were really rocketed into the third dimension we're from the fourth dimension yeah <laughs> we have it all asked backwards we have a story that we're from the third dimension and we're hoping to be rocketed off to the fourth dimension, who's to say it's not the other way around? Yeah, maybe we're in the fourth dimension, seemingly acting as if we're in the third dimension. Yeah, doesn't it seem like obvious that it, when someday the head is running a narrative, you're not okay, yet you feel okay? And the feeling of okayness overrides the narrative so easily, yeah? Because it's propaganda. Yeah. So the whole basis of these talks is the self that has manifested in our lives and has defeated us through those manifestations, this idea of self, is an act of being identified with it yeah we are giving it the juice to defeat us with that's what's happening yeah it doesn't have its own resource of energy we're what it's living off yeah it's a parasitical movement and we're the host movement how the parasite has the host is it's convinced the host that it's the parasite that's it and the act of being identified as something that you're not is the highest form of reliance on that something that you're not. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like I always use the example. I mean, I was a serious addict around cocaine, but not once did, ever, did I ever think I was cocaine. Not once. Ten day runs did not convince me I was co cocaine. But we're starting out from being convinced that we're self. Yeah, we're so beyond a drug addiction and an alcoholic problem. The bondage of self is so beyond that. Yeah. It's way beyond that. It migrates from active addiction to recovery. It does. And it can thrive in recovery just as well as it thrives in action addiction, active addiction. How does a recovered seeming self look? Well, it could be kind and generous, but it's self-seeking. Yeah, there's there's an there's an agenda going on, and it's just wearing nicer clothes, so to speak. Yeah. If you don't see it as something foreign to you, you can't entertain being free from it. You can only entertain being free as it. Seriously, and that's a severely limited idea. Trying to be free as self. It's freedom from self. Yeah. Yeah. My ears really flipped. Oh, there we go. It opened up.
<laughs> I can wet in the water down south and it got in there. Whatever. All right. You want to open it up? Okay. Uh, I don't see any hands raised now. But uh, if anybody has a question for Paul, please use the raise hand feature and we'll get them addressed. Thank you. Paul, you suggest, Paul, check your, uh, see if the original sound is on. Lee's got a hand up. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. Are you ready, Paul? We have, a, we have a question for Leah. Leah, come on in and ask your question, please. There we go. Hi, Paul. How do I do this? I just said, um, how do I do this? Because it's not a question. Why yeah, isn't it, it? Why isn't it happening then? What are you relying on that's telling you it's not happening? I don't feel better. <clears throat> Today. Hey, Leah, if you go back on the videos of the Zoom, there's evidence that you are feeling better. Yes? Yes. There you go. Okay. So now you're not feeling good today, and that means you've never felt good, or you're never going to feel good. Yeah? Everyone here has the same narrative. It goes to extremes. You're not just fucked now. You've always been fucked, and you always will be fucked. That sort of leads you to what? A fuck it. And then you do something stupid, and then you pay the consequences. Now you are fucked. Literally, you got a court date, or you got to go back to AA and admit you're a newcomer. Whatever. Yes. See, it's better to see that you're seemingly fucked in the head. It's appearing to be true to you, but it's not appearing to be true to any one of any any of us. Nor is it appearing true to the police or the judge or shit. But if you believe that stuff and you act out, it's going to be, a, you're going to appear to be fucked by other people also. Yeah. <laughs> this is the way out. This is because you're not in it yet. When you do, when you act, then you have to try to get out of it. When you don't act, you can see you were not in it. And this too shall pass. If you need any, ask other people after the Zoom, have they seen you look great at certain times or you shared wonderfully? 
So don't run the story that you're feeling bad and it, nothing's happened and you're going to keep feeling bad. Yeah. You ready for another question, Paul? Okay. Next question we have, we got uh, Gary Clark. Come on in, Gary. Ask you to unmute. Awesome. Thank you. Go ahead, Gary. Unmute. Okay. Am I unmuted? Good. I think so. Hey, Paul. Um, I just wanted to comment on something that I heard today from your talk as if for the first time, but I know it isn't the first time, but it's that, that we have the power, that we're the, the juice behind this subterfuge that selfing is, is putting forth. That, there's a lot of hope in that. I mean, there's some subtlety to the understanding, I think, of how we're trapped in this trap thing. But the fact that I'm the power behind the bars gives me great hope that, that, that you know, the bars can melt because I'm the one who's creating the cage in the first place. It's my, by my power that that is going on. I mean, that is incredibly hopeful. It may take some time for me to like figure out how the functioning of this bars work of this prison, but but if I'm ultimately the battery that's you know charging this system, then I'm ultimately in the in the power of that. I, I'm ultimately the power behind that, and there's there's always hope because at at some point I can stop putting you know more power into that. And, and realize, you know, it's a failed system, like you say. I just, I'm really appreciating that this morning. I just want to comment on it. it there's hope. No matter what bind I might seem to find myself in, I'm the one who's, who's empowering that whole bind. So that, that means that it's possible for me to unpower it. I don't know exactly how that works. But I, I, I sense the answer in what you're saying, and I really appreciate hearing it again. All right. Let's say we're ambiguous, yeah? And we are power, but the power is going to be directed by something. Yeah? So let's just say we're power, a source of power, and our that source of power has been directed by an idea of a finite self. Yeah. And yeah. there's been great faith in that finite self. And therefore the self has used our power to imagine we're fucked when we're not. Yeah. To, to believe false evidence is what's real. To take no one else's counsel but our own, which isn't even our own. Yeah. So the, the self is a very jealous God, but the God juice is our juice, yeah? 
So basically, we're this possibility, but this possibility here needs direction. Self-opposite and then the higher power opposite, yeah? Self-opposite all day, it's yapping constantly, saying how it's going to be, how it was, how it is now. And then there's another possibility, which is faith in the infinite, which I would say is before the activity of selfing, let's say. So we're not going to be able to move ourselves from one to the other. We have to go through a process, especially with this accent of self-obsession called alcoholism. We go through a process that allows that shift to occur. Yeah. So perhaps there's a better way. The faith in the finite self gets moved into the faith in the infinite. Yeah. What's the moving? What's the vehicle of moving it? Is the, pro, the principles of AA, the 12 steps the service, stuff like that, the sense of a higher power. So now the higher power is directing us, and it looks a whole lot different than when the self is directing us. Yes? We yeah. have that ability. But we're the, what's being directed isn't the higher power. It's us, our power. Yeah? The, power, the higher power is directing it for different purposes than the self-directed. Yeah? But the juice is the same. So the juice is going to produce effects here, but what's going to direct those effects is the important thing. Yeah. Because yeah. we've had examples of the old way. It is a failed system. And it's incredibly important to realize that because that's one of the ways there's a disengagement with it. You see, it doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. Give up the ghost. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired of sick and tired of sick and tired. And there's a sort of a surrender, which means instead of constantly going into self, there's a pause. And now that power can be redirected. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. It can be redirected. And that's the moment of surrender in AA. Yeah. And then suddenly, Suddenly, our power is now being directed by this infinite power, and and we start getting different messages because we're not K-Paul anymore. We're connected to a clear channel, yeah. And so now you have intuitive thoughts. Now you get a sense of what's happening before it actually happens. You're on a new wavelength, and you're getting used to the wavelength. Now you're constantly getting messages from the old system, but now you have a, a defense against that insanity that precedes the first drink because you've seen the thoughts that you took to be so seriously and so yours, you've seen a lot of them fall under the category of alcoholic thought. And now there's been a, a relief from a lot of the effects of the thoughts because they've been pushed away. Yeah. So as you lose interest in that, you gain interest in being directed by the other source, that higher power. Yeah. And basically, it's not really about you feeling great. It's about you being of maximum use 
I know it's difficult not to see it in a self-centered way that you're going to get all the goodies, but in fact, that's not the purpose of this way of life. The purpose is for you to be of maximum use to yourself and others, and you're not the one to describe or say what's, what is of maximum use. You find out, yeah? You do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're entirely ready for something to be removed and it's not removed, it must be useful, yes? Because it's being put to use. Will it be removed? Who knows? Yeah, because hopefully at this point, you're not in the outcome business. You're just sort of suiting up, showing up, and being used by what? This power greater than self. And that's the joy in and of itself, yeah? Is to feel the water is probably the greatest joy the host can have. Is to feel that water, yeah, flow it. And what occurs is when my head pontificates how I am, I don't listen to it. I hear it, but the, I've lost interest in it. I have because I bought that bag so many fucking times. Yeah. And I know where it takes you. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean exactly. anything behind it, but there is grace available. So when you see the system has failed, there's grace behind that, yeah? You can actually be pivoted and look in another direction. You can. Because I'm taught, I know, I, I have an intimate experience with it, yeah? It doesn't mean the shit turns in, it starts running gold. It's st still shit, but you're at a state of false evidence is not appearing real to you anymore. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't check how I'm feeling every day. I don't. I've lost interest in it. Yeah, it's I'm not like reliable. Ear, now my ear is shut down because I have this thing called swimmer's ear. I spent a lot of time in cold water, and I don't. I have the smallest little opening, and it just uh, shut down. <laughs> I mean, what you want to do? It's sort of like, you know, uh, the first day of the vacation, you get sick. What? That's a, that sucks, you know? Whatever. You learn how to travel later through this whole event. Yeah? I think so. What do you want? And that thing that wants more is so much less, yeah? The thing that's yapping for more and more and more is so less. It's so less, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps there is a better way. No, we're dropping the perhaps. There is a better way. Yeah. It's a lot of people have walked it. It isn't like when they brought it about in the big book. The most they had was four years sobriety then. Perhaps the better way is the better way. Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. You see, the trust is there. It's either going to go one way or the other. Yeah? Mm. It's there. Mm. It's not like there's not going to be any trust. The trust is going to go either in the finite self or to the infinite. Yeah? 
Yeah. It can happen, but it can happen. Yes, but you can't make it happen, but it happens. Be very That's clear. It seems a little subtle. Something does for us what we can't do for ourselves. Self can't get out of self. This is what we're up against. Yeah, and obviously most people don't believe that because they're calling one aspect of self Paul and they truly believe Paul can get out of self. Even though it hasn't worked for 30 years, it still believes it can. Like it says, that stubborn delusion that if we only manage better, it would, yeah, it would work. But no, it's a failed system. Sooner the better you get, get it, really. If you keep thinking you're going to rehabilitate the system, forget about it. It's a parasitical nature, yeah? It's going to feed off you with a leather jacket and tattoos or a fucking three-piece suit. It's still going to feed off you. Well, it hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't been a good system for me in 70 years. That's all that matters. You need it. It doesn't matter if I recognize it's a failed system. It matters you and I recognize it's a failed system. Yeah, that's where the change occurs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a failed what? system. Recognize that the system itself. Yeah. You know how screwed I was, but the the strength of the denial that I was walking around thinking I was portraying someone that was fucked up. No, I was fucked up. Yeah. I was ending up sleeping in on roofs, you know, of buildings. I had nowhere to go. Tons of shit were happening. There was so much a denial of the facts that I was in a la la land. Yeah. Perhaps there's a better way. Obviously, we were in another way. Reliance on self. That hasn't worked. The better way, reliance on the infinite. How does that begin? By you admitting. Yeah. Doesn't work. Then doing what we're, what we're asked to do. Follow the suggestions. Let this life get established. And you know, that perhaps will be dropped. This is the better way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, are you ready for another question, Paul? We have one from PK. PK, would you like to ask a question? Come on in. PK, there we go. You have to unmute. Sure. All right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm a uh, alcoholic addict. I'm also from New York. Forget about Long Island. 
I was actually at a different meeting where I couldn't get the camera to work. So it's great to be here and to be, uh, or more here. And I just want to say, uh, I think it's amazing, Paul, how you've tied together uh, non-duality and 12 steps. And I do realize this is a 12 steps program, but I just think it's so amazing because there's that correlation that, uh, that it's amazing, and especially like step three, I really, that hits so hard with me of, you know, not, like I've always tried to understand God of the higher power, and I've always kind of failed. But like what you said, I think the other day was something to, it understands itself. And I think kind of what you were just saying with Gary about not having hope or faith in yourself, that's the ticket. You have hope and faith in that, which can do things that you can't do for yourself. And to me, that's amazing. I think you also said something about sitting with the mountain until the mountain alone remains. Now, it's funny because I'm also from Long Island. So I guess I'm like your long lost cousin or something. But I have a problem with my ear, too. But the thing with the problem with my ear is that, you know, it's not going to change. Like, I'm not going to wake up one day and my ears could be fine, but this is a very strong sensation that I have, but that doesn't prevent me from turning myself over to that, which, you know, sustains me. But it's really weird, even though I've been sober for uh, 23 years, I still feel like you said, you know, that you could hold on to bitterness or anger for, for years. And I kind of feel like it's weird, like every day I wake up, the ground's beneath me, but I somehow, my ego or my sense of self knocks myself down on the ground. But even if it knocks me on, on the ground, I'm still, the ground's below me. So it's like I'm never not, uh, you know, tuned into this higher power. It's just I don't realize it. So it's amazing. I guess it's almost like walking, talking, breathing, eating, going to the bathroom. You need these, like the 12 steps, that famous saying, it works if you work the system. So I guess every day you have to realize, shit, my life is unmanageable and I need to turn myself over. It's a constant thing that you are always, you know, you don't have to do it 24 seven. Like you don't have to say, I think you said the other day, like constantly reminding yourself, I'm Paul, I'm Paul, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I think it's, it's a great thing to regularly tune back in. And then you realize that you're really just I am the problem. So if I'm the problem, I'm the solution. So I just love hearing you riff and go on and on, and I can listen to it forever. And I often, I do listen to it. It's like you get these holy shit moments where it's just great. And listening to the other people share too, I think like you said, after the, someone has a really good share, but then they have the, yeah, but, dot, dot, dot. So there's always that dot, dot, dot that's going to knock us off the ground, but we can't knock us off the ground because we can only be on the ground, sort of how I feel. So I just want to say thank you so much. It's awesome to hear you speak and, and the others and to just uh, to be uh, now here with everyone. Thank you, bro. I wish I heard more of that, but <laughs> I'm having trouble hearing, but thank you. Yeah, I got it, most of it. The thing is, uh, it's not about, you know, you won't be turning yourself over every day. Uh, every day has already been turned over. Let's put it that way. 
Yeah, I'm a real believer that surrender stabilizes by the statement of surrender. Yeah, so it becomes another. It's not a realm of doing and and then doing and doing. It it uh, it influences the realm of doing, but it's not a doing anymore. You're surrendered. Uh, that which believes it can take back what it seems says it did isn't you. So uh, yeah, I think there's a huge. They use it in page 63. They use the word sincerely take this position, established in this position. What happens after years and years? It's beyond established. You are that position. <laughs> You're not established in it anymore. Because if you were established in it, you could be established out of it. You actually are that condition. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it's only the thoughts that will try to make it something else, really. It is. You have to realize the thought system is compromised. It's infected. And it's sort of like Hal in the movie 2001. Hal sort of taken over the... Uh, the journey, you know, without the humans knowing it. And uh, he's sort of taken over. Well, in this case, this thing says it's taken over, but it's never taken over. It has to convince us to believe what it's saying. Yeah. It's constantly working hard to present false evidence to the point it, it hopefully appears real to us. Because it really wants to lead us to a bucket so that it can try to compel an action. Once it compels us to do something, then that's a different ball game. Then that's sort of like an ink tattoo. You could do something that could jackpot you for 30 years or 40 years. Yeah. So the relief is the thoughts are thoughts. They're being used to try to agitate you into an action. If the action doesn't get, if the action doesn't come about, uh, the thoughts lose their juice. Yeah, yeah. You are you outlast any fucking thought. Yeah, you were there before the thought. You are there during the thought. You're after there after the thought. The problem is. If the thoughts compel an action, you're now in the act of being identified as self. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be bills to pay. You're going to go to jail. You're going to fucking get kicked out of your SLE. Yeah. You've said it. You said it out loud that you hate your girlfriend. She's leaving. And it's her house you're living in and her BMW you're driving. And her clothes that she bought you, you're wearing. Now, all right, you fucked that up. And now now the shit seems real. Yeah. You think it's real up here? Wait till it takes off out here. Yeah. This is where the relief lies. You're not directed by thought. Directed by thought is being directed by self. Yeah. Having faith in the thoughts is having faith in self. That's the old way. Yeah. Having faith in whatever 
peace or serenity or that intimate, infinite silence, whatever you sense, which isn't brought about by thought or brought to you by thought, but is there before thought, if you're resting there, you see life differently. Yeah? You're going to see life either wearing the, the glasses of self or the glasses of the higher power, but you're going to see life through something. Yeah. Where does trust in the finite appear? Believing the thoughts going through one's head. That's it. You want to know, you want to catch it while it's in the act? Believing thoughts that are going through your head. That's faith in finite self. Yeah. Believing thoughts about next week that overrides your experience of today. That's faith. The thoughts didn't do that. Faith in the thoughts did it. The thoughts about next week have no ability to produce an effect now. They don't. But if we have faith in the thoughts about next week, we produce an effect through those thoughts. Yeah? It's our power that produces the effect, not thoughts. Thoughts are being used. Yeah? The only way we can get to yesterday and tomorrow is through thought, yeah? There's no other vehicle that seemingly takes us to the past and the future. There isn't, yeah? So we go to the future, the thoughts tell us we're going to be fucked, and then we feel fucked now. That was produced by faith. Wasn't produced by the thoughts. The thoughts facilitated it. It was our faith. Our faith knowing it or not, had been given over to self, and self made shit up. And now we're reacting as if it's real. That's all faith. All faith. Perhaps there's a better way. What? Having faith in something infinite, which gives you the sanity concerning the insanity that precedes the first drink. Because the insanity that precedes the first drink is false evidence. It is. Always, yeah. So now your faith allows you to see what you used to believe as false. That's what it does, yeah. It's not you wielding the faith. It's something greater than us that's wielding the faith. That's allowing us to live a day at a time free from the active effects of alcohol. Yeah. Do we still seemingly have the ability of alcoholism? Yes. Yeah. Does it go away completely? No. But it, you may not have any effect of it today. Not one. You'll be able to enjoy peace of mind. You'll understand the word serenity. You won't be trying to get into the moment. You realize you can't be out of a moment. Very clear. Very, very clear. Yeah. And you see thoughts come. And you see them go. Yeah. You see thoughts come. And you see them go. Yeah. The thoughts tell you, you better make a left, you go straight. The thoughts tell you, you're going to be in so much fucking trouble if you don't do that, you don't do that. Yeah. The thoughts tell you, I really got to get loaded, you don't. Yeah. The thoughts tell you, I've got to fucking act out, you don't. Yeah. You're now not being directed by self, obviously. You're being directed by something else. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
obviously. <laughs> it's all faith. That's our power. It's been wielded through us with completely different agendas. Self has a different agenda. Self is not looking to become of maximum use. <laughs> it isn't. It wants to use everyone else. Yeah. It wants to get what it wants and fuck you all. Yeah. If it can't have that, it obviously just wants to be right and ends up alone. Yeah. And that aloneness is now rationalized and justified, and you're one fucking unhappy camper. Yeah. Yet you keep listening to the same thing that led you to this, you know, this incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization did not come about out of the blue. It was manufactured. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings combined with actions led to incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. There's no place called pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization. It's not located in Iowa. It's not in fucking North Dakota. It's here. It's us. Yeah. Something can take us there just as something else can take us to serenity, peace of mind, love. Yeah. A sense of deep okayness. It's us. Make man, being used to manufacture that or being used to manufacture incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. Which one? You're going to go either way. You're not standing. You're, you, you're not neutral. You're placed in a position of neutrality. You're juice, tons of juice. Yeah. It can go, it can be used one way or the other, really. Yeah. And it's not, it's not your call. You can't do it. You've got to surrender and admit, I can't get out of this as this. I can't. So let me go. Let me follow suggestions I don't believe in. Don't make any sense. Go to a meeting. And then, I, and then if I'm a little bit honest, I'll say, hey, I felt better. I felt a little hope in that meeting. Yeah, I think I'll go back. And there you go. The better way is now setting the course, and hopefully all of us will be an expression of that, will observe its effects, and will be a maximum use to ourselves and others. Yeah? If you're waiting for your head to tell you you're being a maximum use, that's reliance on selfishness. Fuck. Yeah? When you say trusting finite self, what does that mean to you? It must mean, it must be an activity. You must be trusting an activity, yeah, that is being used by this agenda, this self, and that's the thought system, the interpretive system, and then the radio programming that pr presents the news. And the bulletins of day in and day out. They, you know, like anytime they have a, an old coup in the in the other parts of the country, the first thing they take over is the media. They take over the radio station.
so they can start blasting. Oh, everything is great. Everything when it's not. Yeah. When's it going to stop? It's not probably, but you'll lose interest in it. Yeah. That's the second best. Yeah. You're going to hear it, but you won't listen to it. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the tiniest thing will take your attention away from the thoughts. A hummingbird. You'll be available here. You won't be wedded to that fucking slavery. Yeah. You'll be here. Responding to what's happening. Not constantly reacting to what's not happening. Come on, it can't be lost on you. It's obvious. Take a look. Yeah. Perhaps there's a better way. It to me, I would have said, hey, listen, we're in a state of incredible abject faith in self. That's why we're in these conditions. Perhaps the better way is trusting something infinite. Yeah. But first you gotta tell the truth that you've been in incredible faith in something finite. You have. Yeah. I mean that's If you don't see the failed system as failed, you're going to be using it, or it's going to be using you. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. That was good. Thank you, Paul. Our next question comes from Ross. Ross, would you like to ask a question? Yes, thank you. Good morning, Paul. Uh, you actually just mentioned the quote I was going to ask you about where it says in the big book that we've been placed in a position of neutrality without any thought or effort on our part. And uh, made me kind of wonder for the first time if what we really are isn't in a position of neutrality and the ups and downs of the life are really what the action figure is going through. Yeah, I'm with that. Because, I, I mean, a lot of times I... I feel good, but it's a very neutral feeling. That's what I've come to understand as, as serenity for me, because it's not a, I can be joyfully serene, but most of the time I'm just kind of like, things are okay. And I'm, I'm good with that compared to where life used to be. Yeah. Yeah, contentment. I'm more, I'm, I'm a fan of contentment, not so much happiness. Thank you. See, obviously, if you're being directed to try to fill an imaginary hole all day, the behavior and the mental climate and the emotional conditions will be quite different than if you felt content and satisfied as the starting point. Yeah? Yeah. Obviously, the whole, the rest of the whatever happened today. would be different based on where you yeah so if you're dissatisfied and you feel like you gotta fill up some imaginary place and it's up to you to do that to me that's a form of slavery it just keeps happening you know you just keep on feeding something that can never be satiated yeah that's addiction so yet 
if you're satisfied in contentment, you can't believe how much your behavior changes. Because most of my behavior was based on that I wasn't satisfied and I'm discontent. Yeah. So one second, that basis shifts. The first thing is, a lot of times it shifts and the people don't even notice it for a while because the narrative has them dissatisfied and irritable and restless and discontent. They believe that, but it's not even in their present tense state. They're actually pretty chilled out, but the head is so powerful, they're not, there's, there's no, no attention to it, so to speak. We had a guy here uh, one time who was beautiful. He was always would say the third step prayer every day. Please relieve me of the bondage of self. Then he noticed that, wait a minute, I have been relieved of the bondage of self. Why am I praying to be relieved? Because why not just enjoy the relief? Yeah, that's exactly what happens a lot. When we're stuck in the in in trusting finite self, we're in time, so to speak, yeah? And a lot of times we're the last one to know that we've changed because we're in a idea of ourselves from like 1999, yeah, yeah, it's insane, so. <laughs> this is the failed system. You started from irritable, restless discontent. Did it ever succeed in giving you a stabilized answer for that? No. How many chances was it given? 25, 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when do I uh, stop subscribing? Now. <laughs> How about now? Yeah. There's a better way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Our next question comes from Justin. Justin, you have a question? Okay. Um... Nice to meet you, Paul, and, uh, and the rest. Uh, I really value what you're doing. I cannot hear. Is, my is the m microphone not good? We can hear you loud and clear, mate. Loud and clear. You're good, Justin. Okay. Uh, like, I'm a... I'm, uh, I'm, uh, a porn addict, and uh, this, I find it very difficult with this uh, basic human drive, uh, human body, this, this drive of sexuality. And now I um, was so much inspired to go back to a 12 program, listening to you for this. Uh, can you can you hear it and then tell me the question because I can't hear it now. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Ask just slowly, Justin. Just just speak slowly and loudly, mate. All right. So I'm grateful for listening to Paul this half year. And He's very grateful for listening to you, Paul. I can't hear it. 
Yeah, I'll read it. He's very grateful for listening to you for the past year. Go on, Justin. Yeah. Well, and I have this porn addiction. So it's involved with sexuality, basic human drive. So technology is a basic human drive. Is that the question? Sexuality. Sexuality as a basic. He's in. He's he's concerned with sexuality as a basic human drive. Why? Why? <laughs> Sorry. Justin. Paul wants to know why. Justin, what's what's the question? We're not hearing you, mate. Um, I think that Paul, his question was uh, the basic human drive as it relates to his porn addiction. And he's recently returned to 12 steps. Well, if there's a porn addiction, then the thing is, is to uh, obviously he's not successful getting out of it. So he has to sort of go through the ritual of the formal idea of surrendering Surrender that yeah. drive. The sexuality is an instinct in us, yeah? The mental state claims to be the one who has the instinct, and then it sort of mutates it, yeah? Gives it a lot of weird meaning, and then it can flow into this pornography and shit, yeah? Because what's happening in a lot of ways, I had it with cocaine use. I basically... Uh, try to live out mental fantasies, yeah? Became incredibly empty, incredibly empty, and it was a large, when I got into recovery, uh, that whole area had to be uh, undone and then redone, so to speak, yeah? Because I had objectified something, and I had lived out mental fantasies with the, uh, with the assistance of cocaine. And all of that, came out that came out of all that the more I fulfilled the mental fantasies the emptier I felt yeah which is the basis of addiction in a lot of ways so I would immediately if he's in the program turn turn that aspect of his life which is an aspect of the action figure over to the care of that power and ask to have that addiction to pornography removed yeah yeah, I only, uh, I started uh, 15 years ago in uh, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, but now I'm right there, I'm at uh, Sex uh, Aholics Anonymous. And they are very strict, they, they say you cannot have sex uh, outside a marriage between a man and a woman. And I have a really big conflict with it and I don't trust uh, I meet people who have um, this view like you, like they, they feel so much shame and guilt and so much uh, a self that cannot have any sexual, normal sexuality anymore. And it's difficult uh, thing for me to, to trust. Yeah, well. And can you say what? I can't hear him well. So. 
Yep. Go ahead and repeat yourself again, Justin, uh, because you really broke up there. Ah, uh, okay, okay. No. I'm going to turn your video off, Justin. Try that, mate. There you go. Try now speaking now. Okay. Is this better, mate? Much better. Much better. Okay. So... I started uh, 15 years ago on step uh, recovery path together on duality and Buddhism. But uh, basically, this program is very small. The, the, there are a few meetings, but I miss, I miss fellows that have a, a broad view like you. And, um, actually, this program is now uh, only saying that Sexuality should only be shared with a, a partner in a marriage. And outside of a marriage, uh, everything will be called a relapse. And I'm already in a conflict with a few of them. And um, yeah, I basically feel quite a lot in this, in this addiction and recovery. And I don't know, maybe even if our people here I would like to hear from them, uh, maybe to connect also on that subject, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah. Did you um, get the call? No, I can't hear. Okay. So, so, so what, what just, what just, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Paul? Okay, so what Justin is saying is that he's gotten very frustrated with the 12-step program that he was involved with 15 years ago. I'm not sure what his status is now. Um, and he's asking for direction and he's asking for any members here who may have experience to connect with him in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. And a frustration about AA 15 years ago. Uh, drop that. Move on. Eh? AA is a living thing. It's not like I was frustrated 15 years ago. It's, it's not guaranteed to be the exact same experience 15 years later. Yeah? Because we change. Uh, so many people I've met, they weren't interested in AA. And then you can see when the light goes on. And then the same shit that had them walking around behind at the back of the meeting and going in and out, they're fucking super attentive to. Did the meetings really change? They changed. Yeah. So at one point, you know, you don't see any point to it. 15 years later, it has huge value. Has it changed? We've changed. Yeah. So yeah, I would go to the uh, meeting afterwards and speak to some of these these people. I'm just having a hard time. The volume's low on my for some reason, and uh, I got one speaker cut down. <laughs> so I'm trying to hear it in one one sound though. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, uh, 
Can I just um just come in here? We've got a couple of members in who are already in the group who are who are members of uh, various forms of uh, sex addicts, and they're already sending me a few messages. So um, I will make sure, Justin, if you want to hang around after the meeting, I'm sure those guys we can put you in a breakout room, and you can hook up with them because they're, they're they're very experienced and very very nice people as well. So hang about, Justin. Is that okay? Yeah. Great. And I apologize. I just haven't heard well today. Yeah, it's yeah. I think his line was pretty bad as well, so it's okay. Okay. All right. Great. Paul, we have one more question from Kurt Z. Kurt. Kurt, come on in. Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, no, no volume there, Kurt. <clears throat> Just try and uh Connect with audio. Kurt? Kurt, if you put your question in the chat, we can relay it from there, if that helps. Or, or just quickly go out and come back in, Kurt. If you want to just have, take one minute to leave the meeting, come back in and connect with computer audio. That might be the best bet, mate. That's the first time your audio has been uh, dodgy. There he is. He's gone back. So. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. So do you want to, um, just if you've never been to this meeting before, just to say, sorry, Mike, and uh, and just say, if you've never been to this meeting before, is that we're here every Tuesday and Thursday at the same time, but also Paul has um, two meetings each week as well, two additional meetings, which are about non-duality. Um, and if you want to find out more about this, which is definitely goes uh, long, more definitely into a more spiritual side of things, it's well worth going to see. And those are on Wednesdays and Saturdays, uh, Wednesday Pacific time, I think is seven o'clock. And at Saturday, it's 1.30 p.m. And obviously, the 1.30 p.m. for us in Europe is uh, a lot more time-friendly. Um, that'll be at 9.30 p.m. in the UK, 10.30 p.m. in Central Europe time. So uh, you're more than welcome to uh, join those. And those are fantastic meetings. That's sort of very, very exciting. So here's Kurt. I'll get him back in. Let's see how that goes. And you can find those meetings, his non-duality meetings, at his website at uh, zenbitchslap.com. Where's the Kurt? There he is, Kurt. You right, mate? No. There he is, Kurt. Are oh, you still connecting with audio? You might be right. Unmute there, Kurt. There you go. Hear me now? Yes. Hey, hey man. Just <laughs> my question. Um, you know, pertaining to uh, Jono, when John story about he kept asking for uh, the bondage itself, and he said, it's really interesting how he said this, and I try, I'm going to correlate this with what you said. He said all of a sudden he that he'd been relieved himself. And when that happened, it was revealed to him that this had been going on for a lot longer than he thought it. And uh, it was like when you say, The act. 
he said, like when he saw that, it's like what you say. When you, when, the more he asked to be relieving the bondage of the self, the more validity and truth it gave to the fact that he wasn't relieved of the bondage of the self. So he was kind of, you know, as a defeating. Yeah. That um, sounds like you're, in the, you're speaking to a bucket there, Kurt. Yeah. Did it, and did you pick up any of that? I didn't pick up much yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, I got, I think I got the gist of it. Um, Paul, he's relating to uh, when Jono was speaking about um, stopping doing the third step prayer because he was already living and experiencing um, release from the bondage of self. Um, and he, the, the point that, that uh, Kurt was making was that the, it seemed that the more he asked to be relieved of the bondage of self, the more that seemed to reinforce and solidify the bondage of self within him. Yeah, well, that happens. The, the thing is, the old condition doesn't recognize the new condition. It's just that simple. The old condition of self doesn't recognize when new conditions have occurred, yeah? So it's still praying for a future effect that's a present condition now. So this is what happens. You start living and your hand is on the pulse of life. And so the mental condition isn't your established condition. Your established condition is not of the mental. So like when I used to pray for things, like uh, it was a point where the conditions had changed and what I was praying for had already stabilized. So the praying for it was a disservice at that point. Yeah, because I, I kept authenticating the old idea about the condition. Yeah, it had changed. So I was still praying from the old idea. I wasn't recognizing the present tense condition like Jono was that day. He kept praying to be relieved of the bondage of self, and then he noticed he was in the relief of the bondage of self. Yes. So at that point, what usually happens? You stop praying for the relief of the bondage of self. You do, because you're in the relief of the bondage of self. Yes? Exactly. So, yes. Now, when you grow and you outgrow shit, it may take you a little while to recognize it, but you outgrow what was needed when you were in that which you outgrew, yeah? You needed prayers, you needed skillful means, you needed to say the serenity prayer like 500 times a day. Then the conditions you're in changes and you're not, you say the serenity prayer maybe once every day at a meeting. Yeah, you're not saying it all day because it's not necessary. You're in a sense of freedom. And that means to enjoy. Yeah, traveling lighter is is relief from all the mechanisms you you used to new, need to travel lighter. Yeah, a lot yes. of them get put down, and now the basis of your traveling lighter is on is based on light, light. Yeah, yeah. based on the spiritual condition 
It's not based on what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Can Can you hear me, Paul? Yeah, but someone else can. Yeah. So that's what. There's a part in the book that says every one of them gained access to, and believes in it. And it's like when you gain access to it, like you're saying, you you can't help but believe in it. I mean, it's a given. Exactly. But see, the, you will also see the mental state in its, in, in, in its act of non-believing. When you get relief, the mental state comes into great contrast because it hides itself in agitation. When you're starting yeah. enjoying the mind, you see the shit that you used to look from. You see it. Mm. That, you see it as foreign very clearly. Mm. But when you're agitated, how are you going to see the agitation? Right. You're hoping that the agitation will stop when basically this is what's giving it the meaning. When the agitation here stops, you'll see through agitation. Yes? Yes. Yes. That's why it says, it doesn't say you'll have peace of mind. It says you'll enjoy peace of mind. The right. peace of mind is available. We're just not in the condition to enjoy it because we're up we're up the mental ass of self. Yeah. When that condition yeah. changes, suddenly we have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. It's yeah. a given. And you brought up the not newly given abilities, they were there all the time. They weren't accessed, yes, as you just used the word. You weren't accessing them. Everything you were accessing, you went through the mental state. Yeah? You went through this middle man, this middle woman, that changes fucking everything. What we do, we bypass that now. We're accessing peace of mind. We're accessing serenity. We're accessing satisfaction and contentment. We're not going through the, the arbiter, the mental arbiter. Yeah? Yeah. That's how you have the ability. How can you enjoy peace of mind if you're of time? If you're of time, and in a moment of time you feel peace, you're going to have a thought, well, I may not be feeling peace in the next moment. That ain't peace. You can't enjoy peace of mind. Right. Yeah? Because you're trying to enjoy it through time. So suddenly peace of mind has all these conditions put on it, it's got to be quiet. No one bothers me. Turn off the TV. Now I can enjoy peace of mind. That ain't enjoying peace of mind. Yeah? That's, that's controlling an environment. Peace yeah. of mind is not based on what's going on. It's based on what, what you are. Yeah? Well, I think that was my what I was trying to tie the point into. When he saw that, when he realized that he was not in the bondage of self, it revealed this time thing that he hadn't been in. It. He he had been released from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, like you say, that possibility became available when he saw it. A lot of people are in relief, but they don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I see it here every week. Yeah. Yep. I see the person in the Zoom. 
I see the head moving, going in and out, this and that, yeah? But in fact, and a lot of people thinking they're not sober when they're while they're sober. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane how misplaced. Talk about being placed in a position of neutrality. We've been placed in a position of extreme. Yeah. The lower God already placed us in position of extreme. Yeah. It's either this or that. It's either everything or nothing. I've been I've I've been fucked for weeks. No, you haven't. You've gone in and out of being fucked, but your story is an extreme story. It's never going to get better. I'll never be loved again. It's insane. We've been placed in a position of extreme. Yeah? The higher power will take us out of it through the program and place us in a position of neutrality. It's in neutrality where you can enjoy peace of mind. You can't enjoy peace of mind in extreme. All the shit that AA says is going to happen to us, there's been a pre-manufacturing of similar, similar movements, but different locations, yeah? Something had, has done to us shit we would have never done before when we were out using. Now we say something has done for me what I could never do for myself. Well, something was doing through us what I would never have done by myself. Yeah. So basically what we're describing as the takeover of the higher power is really an apt description of the takeover of the lower power. Just totally black and white different. Yeah. When you're sincerely in the position of reliance on self, yeah, all you you all you can entertain is agitation, mental agitation. When you're sincerely to take position of reliance on something greater than self, you now have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. That's what happens. The one God gives you one, the other God gives you the other. Yeah. You can't say that something did for you what you wouldn't have done yourself. That You can't deny that. When we were taken over, that's what happened. A lot of shit came through me that I would never have come up with by myself. Yeah? We're giving great grace and credit to the higher power. Let's put blame where it's meant to go, to the lower power, not to you and I, but to it. This is what always amazes me. We have the ability to see something is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. Why can't we apply that ability to see that something was doing through us what we would have never done by ourselves? Why can't we apply it to the problem? We can apply it to the solution. Why is it that we're hell-bent this story that I did all that shit? And then may have copering for years and years and years to try to find an unforgivable condition to be forgiven from, yeah? You were dancing with the gorilla that you were gonna stop when the gorilla's gonna stop. Why are you, why are you allowing the head to claim the gorilla's behaviors and pin it on you, why? 
Why? Why are we, you knew something took you over. Why don't, why don't you give credit where credit is due and blame where blame is due? We rely on a higher power. We're not identified as the higher power. We're identified as self. It's a different ball game. Is the root of the solution identified as the higher power? No, it isn't. The root of the problem, identification as self, yes. We don't need to identify with the higher power. We are of the higher power. I got to get going. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Paul. All right. All right, Paul, you want to say goodbyes? Hey, thanks for uh, putting up with it today. See, I tried to do something that was supposed to help the year, and it made it worse. Seems to happen a lot. <laughs> All right, so Kaiser, nice to see you. Rob, as always. Mike, nice to see you, Mike. We got Bay or Bev. Oh, Bev. Bev, I think I, I have a, are you the one I need to thank uh, a lot? Yes, thank you. We got Paul. We got Malcolm. Nice to see you, Malcolm. I thought you were from England, Malcolm. I didn't know you were an American. We got David. Thanks, David, again. Kristen. Yes. We got Claire. Nice to see you, Claire. Paul. Paul. Uh, Joseph, always a pleasure. Giselle, yes. We got Dennis. Dennis, nice to see you again. And as always, Joe, there's only this, there's a uh, higher power, higher power. No Joe. Yeah. No two sides. We got Leah. Leah, take it. You know, take it easy. Yes, stay with us. We got Ann. Again, thank you, Ann, for being the interpreter today. <laughs> Kurt, nice to see you. PK, a homeboy from Long Island. I didn't even have to hear you to know what you were saying. <laughs> it's all telepathy. Rockville Center. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, nice to see you, Michael. Mickey, pleasure. Thanks, Paul. We got Marcus. Nice to meet you, Marcus. Thank you. <laughs> Joseph, nice to see you, Joseph. Kurt, always pleasure. Uh, someone from, I think it's Jacob from Seattle, Jack G. Everyone else, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, hey, we'll have a better Tuesday. I'll see Thanks, you. Paul. I'll give you a call, Paul. Thank you.
Thanks, Good luck with your ears. On your joke. Uh, 